Hello everyone, I hope you're all safe at home and healthy. I am Eleni Koliga, I'm a, a digital marketing freelancer and founder at Growthtail. Uh, before covering this podcast topic, how to manage coronavirus crisis through social media for small businesses, I would like to clarify a few things. This podcast is not about analyzing coronavirus itself. There are experts in the medical field that can do this better. Ensure you are getting information from reliable sources to avoid spreading misinformation. Actually, I wasn't very confident about writing this topic. However, friends, colleagues and clients urged me to do. No one knows what's the best thing to do right now in business, but considering public health and human life, I'm pretty sure that we will make the best decisions. As an academic professional too, I have done my research on topics like social media learning behavior, social media crisis and consumer panic with a sociological perspective. I will start with a, a brief literature review and continue to practical tips and guidelines. My goal for this podcast is to inform everyone that owns a business, either online or offline, how they can handle this crisis. Before continuing with this um, podcast, I want you to take a deep breath and relax. People tend to panic when something threatens their everyday life, including adverse weather conditions, strikes, natural disasters, pandemics and changes in government policies. And it is something natural, I could say. More specifically, extreme quarantine measures, including sealing off large cities, closing borders and locking down people to their homes, are critical to stemming the spread of the virus, like just in the case of coronavirus. This can also cause consumer panic and emergency purchases. However, this is not the first time in history that we are witnessing similar behavior. Over the past decade, there had been many panic and emergency purchases occurred along with many crisis events. In the situation of panic buying, consumers' purchase decisions are often influenced by their peers' choices. Uh, take consumers' panic buying on food uh, before a severe storm hit in New York City in 2015, for example. Asked about the reason for stockpiling, some consumers said that upon seeing the long use of borders of hoarders in front of the supermarkets and the panic buying news on the internet, this demonstrates the impact of social learning on consumers' panic buying decisions, under which consumers update their belief about future supply storage rates based on observation of their peer stockpiling choices. This behavior will further influence the total social welfare. So, what can we learn from that? Panic is probably inevitable. However, we can influence social behavior with the help of social media. It is the responsibility of all of us, individuals, businesses, organizations, authorities, everyone, to minimize this panic behavior. Most of the research on crisis emotion I found was based on the work of Lazarus who argued that the crisis triggers an appraisal about one's well-being and options for coping. Crisis studies commonly focus on Lazarus' six negative emotions – anger, fright or fear, anxiety, sadness, guilt and shame. Research has also examined positive emotions like hope, relief and sympathy, with the latter as the most likely positive emotion to emerge from a crisis. Despite emergency purchases, some people will seek to feel good purchases this time. So we have to question ourselves, what can we do as members of society to increase positive emotions and decrease the negatives? Don't forget that companies play an essential role in communities. 
I also came across a very interesting study about developing pandemic communication strategies when there is a pandemic. One research suggested that in the early stages of a pandemic, communication should focus on increasing awareness of the disease and communicating important but simple protective behaviors to reduce the risk of transmission. In later stages of pandemic, communication campaigns need to effectively communicate the key messages for each stage of pandemic and motivate the public to engage in the correct preventive actions without entering unnecessary panic in the community. The research was focused only on the communication between the people and the government. However, this is not the case today. Everyone can share anything that can be visible by anyone on the internet. Good or wrong at this point, it doesn't matter. It is essential though to take our responsibilities as members of the online community too. Self-guarantee will make people increase their time online which, mis- which means increased communication between individuals, businesses, influencers, etc. So, there are questions popping up in business owners' minds like So what can I do? Should I keep posting about my brand or not? Should I stop advertising online or stop for a while? Is my responsibility to inform my followers, consumers about the prevention of this pandemic? Don't worry, I'll try to answer all of those questions later on. Now let's see the dynamic role of social media during a crisis. Despite the innovative features of social media and other technologies and with the power to influence how the public receives information, especially in a crisis, social media provides tremendous opportunities as well as challenges and barriers to overcome. Social marketing is widely accepted to be a powerful and useful tool that, if utilized correctly, can bring about behavior change for the benefit of of individuals, groups and societies. Consumers of information are simultaneously contributors of information, thereby providing the basis for user-generated media. The news of a crisis can be shared and researched, reaching millions of people without the intervening presence of journalists. Word-of-mouth news, often shared through social media, is tremendously influential and even perceived as more trustworthy than mainstream media in some instances. I guess this answers the question, is my responsibility to inform my followers and consumers about the prevention of the pandemic? Yes! Moreover, you are responsible of sharing information from only reliable sources. Uh, Professionals of social marketing campaigns will face several challenges, including the need to raise awareness and concern about coronavirus to a level that motivates consumers to respond, but not to a level that causes public panic. The need to ensure that control measures are identified to the public before and during the coronavirus outbreak and the need to convince uh, persons that they need to comply with all of the recommended control measures, not just for Uh, that they feel are important. Another study I found helps fill in the gaps in social media message distribution following a crisis presented by theories like the social mediated crisis communication model. These studies results provide insight on social media behavior beyond the nature of the sender, like the influencers, creators and followers. A major proposition of uh, this model is that people will engage social media amidst crisis for one of three reasons. One, issue relevance, two, information seeking and sharing, and three, emotional support. In the case of cell guarantee, people will also seek distractions and helpful tips online. All crises have the potential to cause emotional, physical, financial, and environmental damage to the stakeholders involved. 
your social media actions will be not about making a profit right now. So what you need to do is join the conversation, stay home, determine the best channels to reach segmented publics, check all information for accuracy and respond honestly to questions, follow and share messages with credible sources, propose crisis coping activities and develop a virtual dialogue on social media. Now, let's see how social media can help businesses during coronavirus crisis. I know it's tough. I have never created a social media post about my clients with a message we have to close down for a few days and I'm pretty sure neither you did. No one was ready for something like that. There are big companies that can practically help the situation with donations and by providing their online tools for free. However, there are small businesses that are merely trying to survive right now and the following tips are mostly for them. However, with the research, uh, the research I have done so far and the social monitoring I'm doing for the last few days, I can propose the following. I have divided the guidelines based on the phase a business can be during the outbreak of uh, the virus. Let's see uh, each uh, category individually and give some examples to make things uh, clear. The guidelines can be for both business owners as well for uh, marketing managers. Category number one, uh, have shut down their business without the capability to sell or offer or work online. If you fall into this category, you're probably very stressed. I totally respect that. Apart from giving you ad advice on what to do through social media, I will provide you with some further guidance. You may have a spa, a hair salon or a dance studio and your business is closed for everyone's safety. Tip number one, be transparent. You should use your social media accounts to make public the reasons you have shut down your business. Make sure that you will update all your accounts with nothing too much. Use Canva for quick posts and make sure that this information is on top uh, of everything with uh, Facebook pinned posts, Twitter pinned tweets, Instagram highlights and everything. Reassure your followers that you will update them as soon as you have uh, any news about your business situation. Tip number two. Don't lose contact. The least you want now is to keep a distance from your followers. We say yes to social distancing and no to online distancing for the time being. Because your business has closed, it doesn't mean your communication with your clients should shut down too. As we have discussed above, you could inform them about the virus and what they can do to prevent its spread. Remember, you must use only credible sources. Moreover, you could share with your audience tips and ideas on what to do while they stay home. If you own or manage, for example, a, a playground, you could share creative things parents can do with their kids. If you own or manage a hair salon, you could share with your followers some tips on how to take care of their hair on their own. You can even share a five-minute dance routine every day if you own a dance studio or even schedule a live free course through Facebook Live, Instagram Live, YouTube Live, etc. once a week. Don't forget that people seek hope and relief in such situations. Finally, you could share some throwbacks of your services and help people distract from the panic and all the negative feelings they are experiencing these days. Tip number three, go online. And now I'm talking exclusively to the business owners. I know you have been thinking of providing some or all of your services online. You may own a dance school or a gym and physical contact is essential. I know, I even miss my dance teacher and my gym routine. 
However, with the help of the internet, you can offer your services to everyone online. Ask for help and build a website that can help you reach people in need of your services while they are in self-guarantee. If you had an event scheduled and had to cancel it, consider hosting it online for free or at a reduced price. We need to be flexible to survive right now. I'm quite confident that if we will see an increase, um, that we will, we will definitely see an increase in online medical consultancy, online education, remote working software licensing, online banking, online real estate agents, and so many other uh, professions. Tip number four, time to do what you have been postponing. Last, I would like to remind you of the things you have been postponing all the time. And now the circumstances urge you to spend most of your time at home. You may have wanted to refresh your sales presentation, to read some new books related to your industry or take some online courses to sharpen your skill. Well, this is your time. Exploit all the available hours while at home and get better for the next days. Reevaluate brand proposition and positioning. Check your portfolio or services and products. Consider creating a plan for the next crisis so that you can be prepared. Let's continue with category number two. Uh, this is the category that have shut down their business with the capability of online transactions though. The good news about this category is that despite your physical stores may be temporarily closed, but your government has not shut down your own loan business uh, and hopefully won't have to. Tip number one, once more, be transparent. People will now probably care only to buy essential. Oh, and the available toilet paper lets us not judge panic behavior and remember, consumers' purchase decisions are influenced by the peers' choices. If they saw or hear someone purchasing toilet paper, they will do the same. However, don't feel guilty for continuing to operate your business on online. Make sure to inform your consumers that your physical store are shut down for a while, but your online store is running. It is imperative to tell them about all the measures you have taken to keep your personnel safe and that you follow all the hygiene procedures. Don't be afraid to share photos, videos or even host a live video explaining everything. Uh, more online touch points to consider. 1. Update your website with a um, uh, fact question to address customer uh, concerns. 2. Add a live chat to your website in case you didn't have so you can assist them immediately. 3. Use email marketing to let customers know what about your changes to your business or the procedures of online ordering. And 4. Write a blog post detailing what your business is doing to keep your customers and staff safe. Then share it to your social media accounts. Tip number two, adjust your social media ad spending. The economy is in uncharted waters right now. You may want to minimize the social media budget right now. However, I will suggest you not to close all your ads. People will be online more than ever and will explore new brands as well. They will never stop making dreams for the future, so they will visit websites and shops while being in self-guarantee. Give them reasons to come back to your shop when in crisis will pass and we will all have recovered, because we will. History has proven it. 
Tip number three, communicate effectively with your audience. Again, this is not your time to make a profit. We are talking about spreading positivity and increasing good feelings like hope. Don't overpost about your online shop. You should also provide credible information to prevent the spread of coronavirus, helpful tips on how to spend their time at home and in general try, try to be their online comfort at this difficult time. You should exploit all available tools like Instagram polls, Instagram questions, etc. to interact with your audience meaningfully. Last tip number four, get prepared for the next day. As I said before, we will recover from this. We are all together in this situation and we will all have to handle it. Most probably, every next day is not meant to be an easy one. Having a plan B in your pocket may be life-saving for your business. Talk with all the stakeholders in your company, discuss all the issues and make sure to be transparent with your audience too. There is no one-size-fits-all plan. You may want to change some of your policies online, like the return or refund policy. You should consider managing your inventory and adjust the time frames for a while. Make sure that you will update your website and social media so that everyone will know. Let's continue with category number three. Your business is still operating, but without the capability to sell or offer or work online. Now, because you are still operating, the first thing to do is to keep your business safe. Update your employees with the latest news and health regulations. Take all the necessary steps to ensure limiting coronavirus spread. Companies falling into this category can be uh, either delivery stores and takeaways, for example. Tip number one, as you have guessed, be transparent. In this case, it is more important than ever to use your social media accounts to inform your audience about all the measures you have taken to keep your personnel safe and that you follow all the hygiene procedures. If anything changes in the way you operate, make sure that you will make this public through social media. Tip number two, post guidelines and safety tips. Create clear safety guidelines for your store and share them with your visitors. Make sure these guidelines are consistent with your local health organization's recommendations. Include reminders to wash hands, avoid unnecessary contact and touching of the face. Ensure your customers have easy access to hand washing facilities, hand sanitizers, etc. Include sanitation gel or face mask with your giveaway bags, for example. If people need to stop by your store, you should make it safe for them and let them know in advance through your social media accounts. Keep posting information from credible sources to limit the coronavirus spread. Number three, don't exaggerate in ads. Your business is running, yes, but this doesn't mean you have to invest all your money in ads. Keep unattached most of your budget for when you will fully operating. However, for the case of a local store, I could suggest advertising that you are operating under the government's guidelines, but targeting the appropriate persona now is crucial. Before anything, you should discuss it with your digital marketing consultant. Number four, go as digital as you can. Provide customers with an easy option to order online, pick up or delivery. Partner with delivery sites and apps or build your own delivery website as soon as possible. I know you wanted it before, now is the time to do it. You can even use special offers to make this option appealing or reduce your delivery rate to offer deals for repeat and loyal customers. Now let's, uh, let's discuss about the last category, number four, businesses that still operating and with the capability to online transactions. This category includes all types of businesses that are still operating and work from home or ain't running an e-shop. Working from home uh, was something I chose a few months be before, but I understand that it is difficult now to adapt remotely working to some organizations. 
Number one, make sure to be straightforward. Once more, it is crucial to use your social media accounts to inform your audience about all the measures you have taken to keep your personnel safe and that you follow all the hygiene procedures by working from home. Make sure to update your website with all the new information, send emails to your clients and inform them about your support system and what has changed. Publish this information to your social media profiles using hashtags work from home, stay productive. Tip number two, interact with your partners and customers. Don't forget your responsibility to society and the vital order you have to limit the spread of coronavirus. I have two social media goals for you. One, inform your network about the pandemic and help prevent its spreading. Two, minimize the panic and increase positive feelings. Here's what you could share. Uh, encourage your employees to share photos while working at home and share them with your social media followers. Uh, remind everyone, both your employees and your customers, to increase their personal hygiene measures with either funny videos from TikTok, for example, or with videos from credible sources. At this point, let me remind you that um, uh, World Health Organization has recently joined TikTok with the Safe Hands Challenge. I am sure you can be creative too. Go virtual with partners using tools like Google Hangouts, Skype, Microsoft Teams and more and share pictures of the online meetings with your social media accounts. Lead the way. Tip number uh, three, encourage online shopping until further notice, of course. Online shopping right now feels the safest option to keep businesses alive. So, how can you encourage online shopping? Let's see some ideas. Post updates related to how your business follows all the hygiene procedures after you have received an order until the moment you are sending it. Make online visibility and transaction easier. Include more payment options to accommodate clients during this period and share it to all your social media accounts. Be where your customers are now. We may witness a shift to, to YouTube and TikTok as people find time to entertain uh, themselves. Invest your social media budget wisely. There will be a post-outbreak phase that you will rebound faster and more robust if you sustain some exposure throughout this crisis. Yes, we can do this. That was all I could su suggest for the time being. Now is the time for your brand to add value. We will see an increase in online orders for supermarkets and pharmacies and a massive decline in the tourism sector. Brace yourself, this will mark us. Let's make something positive out of it. Take care of yourself and others.